We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It's Tuesday. It's December 22nd. It is 2020, and we have two NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. That is not an error. That is not a mess up. It is NBA season. We get kicked off with two games, and there's only one way to kick off um, NBA season, and that is to bring our good buddy, the Chief, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? Dude, I am so excited, uh, not even just for NBA season, just to get to do some pods with you. I mean, I feel like we haven't done a pod since, you know, coronavirus kind of started. And I know we did maybe one or two, but, dude, I, I'm just pumped to be able to hang out with you on, on the pod again and, and, and try to provide the people some info, help them make some money. Definitely excited this NBA season. And uh, they're kicking it off with the bank as they do every year, a million dollars up top. Uh, can't, can't wait to see if we can bank this thing solo. Uh, with so many entries that are going to be fired in there. Yeah, I have so many tickets to FanDuel that I've won through contests. So I'm mainly going to be playing on FanDuel for opening night. Yeah. Uh, you know this. We've talked about it before. I hate anything under like four games for NBA. Like I hate it. So um, when there's not four games, um, you know, I, I typically will not play a ton. So, um, you know, hey, listen. There's late swap on both sites now. There's a ton. So, um, Will, we have two games. It's been a while. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna shake it down and give us a give a first look. Again, um, make sure if you are an RG um, premium member that you're paying attention to Discord. You're watching Crunch Time. We are giving a first look. This podcast is a first look. Um, you know, it, everything can change five minutes before lock. So uh, we're just kind of, you know, we do our thing. And if you haven't listened to the podcast before, um, then welcome because it's a ton of fun. And um, yeah, like I said, we are first look podcast for anyone that's new. Um, appreciate you listening. Appreciate you guys listening. Let's get into it. Will uh, we go game by game and here we go. We got warriors in the nets, two thirty-one total Brooklyn favored by seven and a half. It's the new look. 
officially new look Brooklyn Nets um, and the Golden State Warriors without Clay Thompson, without Draymond Green. Uh, we know Dr- Draymond's not going to play in this one. We know um, Allen's logic is not going to play in this one. And then um, Nicholas Clayton Claxton on the other side is out. So let's start with the Warriors. Uh, Will, what are you looking at here on Golden State? Well, man, for me, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen with James Wiseman. And look, obviously Curry is the guy in this offense right now. I think Wiggins is going to have a good game. But to me, I think this Wiseman news is is pivotal, man. And the reason why I say that, I read some, some, uh, you know, just a little blurb on Kerr talking about the fact that he likes where Wiseman is. Uh, feels like you know he, he he's definitely their long-term starter now that doesn't mean he's going to start tomorrow night but listen it wouldn't shock me like that's that's something I'm trying to watch heavily is Wiseman going to get the start if so uh, I definitely think he's going to be on my radar in terms of in terms of center play and I know that's probably not how we thought we would kick off this podcast but uh you know James Wiseman is 4,900. I mean, Gasol's for, anyway, I don't want to skip around, but Wiseman at 49, th- this could be huge for us. We haven't seen him play. Uh, we, we know he's going to, you know, I think he's going to rack up the defensive stats if he does. So he's a guy I've got my eyes on, but of course this team revolves around Curry. I think it revolves around, around Wiggins. If you saw them play in the preseason, you know, Wiggins is going to be, is, is going to be what Wiggins is. He's going to be a scorer and let's hope he can put up some peripherals. Uh, to help this team out. So that, that's where I am. Wiggins is a guy I do like, but Wiseman is kind of a guy I'm sitting on right now. If he starts, he's in my lineup. Yeah, like, you know, Curry even played really solid minutes in preseason down the, you know, the 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 small preseason that we had. Um, yeah. You know, Wiggins uh, played 31 minutes in that last preseason game. I think, like, minutes-wise, I think your safest bets minutes-wise on the Golden State Warriors – are the big three, Curry, Wiggins, Oubre. Um, those three guys are going to be on the floor. If this game stays competitive, it's likely those three guys playing well. Pascal has shown us in the past that he could be kind of a point-per-minute guy when he gets the time. Um, my biggest my biggest issue here with Pascal is, is he going to be able to card Kevin Durant? Um, whoever gets to start at center is interesting on FanDuel, Looney, or uh, Wiseman like you've talked about. So, you know, that's obviously a situation we're paying for or paying attention to. Well, there's one more guy that I wanted to kind of bring up here. Technically, there's two guys that I wanted to bring up uh, because you know me. I'm always about that six man who's going to be the high usage bench guy. And when I look at this roster, there's only like two or three guys that I think can like create and like make – you know, make usage on the second team actually work. And I think like Baysmore super interesting. And do we, do we go down the well of maybe looking at like a Marquise Chris or a Brad Wanamaker um, in these tournaments? Like it's a two game slate. You're going to have to get different to, you know, solo ship these millionaire tournaments or any of the big tournaments. Um, this is more a tournament talk, Will, but I think like Bazemore is the guy that I feel like can be that usage monster on the bench um, and, and could play 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah, man. I, I like Bazemore. I, I like that call. You know, you're talking about a two gamer, basically a showdown on steroids. Definitely like the call on Bazemore. Um, you know, I, I thought about Jordan Poole as well, but I don't think I'm going to play Brad Wanamaker. Now, look, here's the deal with Brad Wanamaker, though, Stevie. And I'm, I'm so glad you brought this up. 
this may be a different Brad Wanamaker than we saw in Boston. And I'm not saying he's going to go out there and average, you know, a point per minute, but I'm saying I feel like the opportunity is going to be there a lot more than it was in Boston for him to maybe play 25 minutes a game typically. Uh, and if so, you know, he's a guy on a first game slate, you know, if he gets 25 at 3,300 or the minimum, you know, on FanDuel or wherever he is, I mean, that, that could, that could win you a tournament easily. So, uh, and, and, and Wanamaker's probably going to have sub 10% ownership on this slate. So I, I mean, probably even, maybe even sub five. So I like that call a lot. Wanamaker, I do think uh, Bazemore get, get some ownership, but Wanamaker, I don't think his is going to be nearly as high as, as anyone else. So I like that call a lot. Listen, I think Curry's like, I, I don't want to like, I want to harp on Curry one more time. I think Curry is a fantastic play. Both these teams in the preseason played extremely fast. Um, I don't want to like look into preseason stats or defense or any of that stuff. I think it's way too early. I, I want to play the guys that can get buckets and Clay or C- Stephon Curry can get buckets. Um, hey, Kevin Durant can get buckets too, Will. Um, him and Kyrie obviously set up um, as great plays here. One of the highest or, or the highest implied team total on the slate. Um, what do you like here for the Brooklyn Nets? Well, uh, and I'm, I hate I, I didn't mention this earlier. But I'm gonna I'm gonna combine the two. Curry is uh, Curry is probably about as close to a lock button as there is on FanDuel. Same thing with KD at 8500. I mean, it's it's that to me that's lock button city uh, on DraftKings. Obviously, we feel like the prices are you know more where they should be. We got Durant at 98 and uh, and Curry I think is, is 93. I still think Durant's gonna be. Uh, monster he's only power forward eligible on, on DraftKings this season at least right now uh so we'll kind of have to see what what kind of construct construction we can come up with but I, I think Durant's going to be a fantastic play first game out of the season playing his old team I think the NBA set this up uh really well um you know so I I like Durant here I think he's a, a great play my concern with Brooklyn is what are we going to do with Karis LaVert as he started emerging and now he's got two usage monsters there. Like, you know, are they going to stagger these guys? Are they going to, you know, try to play one with Levert and, and kind of let Levert kind of run it when they when they leave? I don't know. But he's he's still a guy, I think, a first game out of the gate. Yeah, I, I do think he's maybe slightly overpriced. But I think, you know, he's a guy we want to look at because if he can get the ball in his hands, uh, you know, without some of these guys on the floor, uh, we've seen we've seen what what he can do. So he's a guy, even though you know he's sandwiched in between the two stars. I definitely think we want to get some exposure uh, to to Karis Levert. I mean, the guy's just got immense potential, and hopefully he can keep that going with with Curry. I mean, with uh, Kyrie and KD. I mean, he's probably one of the better leverage plays on a two game slate. You know, everybody going to be trying to jam in KD and Kyrie. And I'm not saying that's the wrong move. I'm just saying when you're looking at large field tournaments and if you're playing Curry in one of his pieces and you're wanting to run it back with some Brooklyn Nets, like a lot of people are going to be looking at, you know, Katie and Kyrie and like, all right, let's get different. Let's let's throw Levert in there instead of one of those two guys. Um, I don't think you play all three. I think that's asking for a lot. Um, you know, you're playing, you'd be playing three guys. You need them to have monster games all as starters playing starters minutes. Um, so I think that's a tough ask. Um, well, my guy here, my, one of my favorite tournament plays on the entire slate is Spencer Dinwiddie. Like you look at this bench and you look at this rotation on the bench, Shamit, Green, Allen, Prince is there. You know, we don't even know if Tyler Johnson and these guys are going to get some minutes. So like when you're looking at this bench, 
Spencer Dinwiddie is set up to be a fantastic, like high usage six man playing 25 minutes a night. And I, I don't know what type of ownership he'll get here. I'm sure it's going to be kind of low, you know, it, you know, assuming like looking at his price compared to some of these other bench players on the other uh, three teams on this slate. So I think Spencer Dinwiddie is one of the better tournament plays on this slate. And like, you have to know with NBA going in that you're playing a guy that could easily be cold and play 17 minutes. Like that's the one thing you got to remember when you're playing bench guys and like guys that are, gonna be, you know, on that second unit. But I could see like Dinwiddie, like having a monster game and like getting the final run over like Joe Harris or something too. So I think Dinwiddie is a fantastic tournament play in these massive large field tournaments on the slate. Yeah, I'm with you. And I know we can't drag out a two-game slate, but the more I'm thinking about it, Steve, you mentioned Joe Harris. And look, Joe Harris is not going to have – just hear me out. Just hear me out. I'm listening, buddy. I'm listening. He's not going to have any usage, but he should be wide open like 60% of the game in this spot. I mean, Joe Harris, I mean, this this feels like it could be a seven three-point game for him, just wide open buckets. Maybe he gets two or three assists, two or three rebounds. Maybe a block, maybe a steal. I'm not saying both. I'm saying steal or block. And now he's getting close to 30 fantasy points, man. I, the more I think about it, with you mentioning it, Joe Joe Harris could literally just sit there and be buried in a corner and just shoot all night, uncontested. So uh, he that, that's something I'm going to consider. Two game slate. If this was a six game slate, uh, no Joe Harris. Two game slate. Um, you know, just looking at guys that you can put it in the hoop, and he's definitely one of those guys. Um, on Fanduel, I think Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan are both in play. Like you're yeah. you're guessing at center on Fanduel. Oh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, I hate the fact that we even have to play a center on Fanduel on this slate. Like I'm not usually one that like will complain. I like the games to be different on Fanduel and DraftKings, but this slate is it's brutal. Um, when you're looking at centers, like so, you have no idea what like to expect from center. Like and is Marcus all going to play? Center. Yeah, I know. Like, I you, mean, if he was at center, I, I'd almost be like, "Hey, just throw my hands up and plug him in." But yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else from this game? No, man. I am good to go, my brother. All right, moving on. We got the Clippers and the Lakers. Two twenty-two and a half total here. Lakers favored by uh, two and a half in this one. Really, the only injury news that we have in this one is Marcus Morris is out. Uh, he got ruled out right before we started the podcast. Dennis Schroeder is questionable, but it sounds like he's more probable than questionable. Um, so let's start with the Clippers and a guy that we could potentially see, you know, already get some value and get some talk was Nicholas Batum. He kind of started um, in the preseason for Marcus Morris. Shout out to Andy Means um, for telling me that right before we got started here. So um, let's start with the Clippers side of things. Will, what are we looking at here when it comes to the Clippers? Yeah, man, I, I think, you know, for me, and this is going to sound crazy, I think my favorite Clipper may actually be Serge Ibaka. I, I, I like the price. I think Serge is going to be involved. I don't think that hopefully this isn't one of those scenarios where they do like Toronto and play him 25 minutes. I, I'm feeling like Serge can get to that 32 minute mark. And, and in fact, on this slate, if Serge gets 32 minutes, I feel like he's one of the best values on the slate. Uh, if I'm, if I'm starting in line with any Clippers for me in terms of, you know, what I feel like, where I feel like it's going to end up at the end of the night is Serge Ibaka. Now, obviously Kawhi Leonard is the, the engine that kind of drives this team, the silent assassin. Uh, but Serge, Serge feels like my guy on this slate uh, from the Clippers. Um, like Kawhi, 
like like Paul George. I mean, you know, but but Serge is, is definitely my favorite. I, I, I was hoping I'd get a better read on what they're going to do with Luke Kennard because I kind of feel like he's a guy that can come off the bench and stroke it a little bit. Um, but, you know, now that we're getting news on, on Morris, well, that we have it already, uh, definitely I think Batum's going to be in play uh, just because he doesn't have to score 20 points to get there. I mean, he's going to pick up peripherals. He'll, he'll, he'll get some assists even. Uh, this is a guy that, that, that is a stat sheet stuffer. So he's also going to probably be one of the better values. But once again, my favorite clipper on this slate in terms of price, upside, I, I feel like it's Serge Ibaka, man. I, I really like it. Hopefully he gets to his 32 minutes. Yeah, that, I think Serge is a great call. 5,200 on DraftKings. Um, listen, on, on FanDuel, I, I think Paul George is one of the better plays on this slate just because when you look at shooting guard on FanDuel, it kind of gets weak really fast. Um, so Paul George being a shooting guard under 8K on FanDuel, I do think that it's definitely something you're kind of wanting to look at here when it comes to the Clippers. But, you know, I'm probably – this is probably not a slate that I'm, like, going to be, like – taking a stand on like Patrick Beverly. Um, like when I'm looking at the Clippers, it's, it's Serge, it's Kawhi, it's Paul George. It, it's looking at guys like Nicholas Batum as value Lou Williams to be different. If he's always a guy that can have a monster game, you know, Lou, Lou over the years has, has kind of been affected um, a, a little bit by Montrose Harrell, as far as like, you know, bench usage and with Harrell being on the Lakers. Now it could open up some extra usage, for a guy like Lou Williams, um, who loves that like six man role, um, this dude had a 34% usage rate in the preseason. So definitely think Lou Williams is a guy we want to be looking at. He's 5,400 on DraftKings. He's 5,300 on FanDuel. Um, like you, you have to, you have to look at some of these bench guys, like one or two of these bench guys is going to be on the optimal because it's a two game slate. Like, you know, so um, I think Lou is another one we need to be looking at. And like, he's really the only bench guy that I would be looking at here. Um, he, could you take a shot on Zubak? Sure. But I really do think they, they are going to want to play Serge Ibaka as much as possible. And I think the Lakers are potentially going to match them and we won't see a ton of Marcus all on the Lakers side. And we'll see a lot of Anthony Davis, Serge Ibaka kind of matching up against each other. Um, let's go to the Lakers side. Listen, it's LeBron. It's Anthony Davis. These guys are fantastic. Um, just about any time, you know, you can't really talk me off of playing any of these guys on or either of these guys on any slate. But once it gets past them, um, it gets it's kind of it's kind of murky, murky waters. Will. Well, here's the thing, and I'm with you, man. I think one of the things I'm looking at on this slate is is KCP going to play 30 to 32 minutes? Right, right out of the gate. That that's probably, something, yeah. If that's the case, I think he's in play. You know, especially if he can carry carry over some of that, you know, uh, championship magic that he had down the stretch. I mean, I know that was you know a couple months ago, but you know, he's their starting shooting guard. You know, what what what's going to happen with Dennis Schroeder? Like, how's the usage going to going to work out? We know LeBron's going to have the ball in his hands, uh, but you know, KCP is a, a value play that I'm looking at, and then also. Kyle Kuzma, what's he going to do off the bench? I, I think I'm with you, Steve, in terms of the bench play. I think that's where we win our tournaments. LeBron is obvious. And, uh, Anthony Davis is obvious. KCP, not so much. You know, and, and Kyle Kuzma, you know, while Montrezl Harrell is there, Kyle Kuzma was putting up buckets in the preseason as well. He's a guy I've got my eye on. I'm probably going to try to go over the field on him. Uh, but those are the guys I'm kind of look, looking at. I know THT was 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 really good in in the uh, in the preseason, and in fact, we've already got him projected at 12 percent right out of the gate. And this is a guy that would have been probably 
under 1% under usual circumstances, but he played so well at 12%. I just, I, I don't think I'm even going to play him on a, uh, on a two game slate. And if it burns me, it burns me. If he was at like 1%, I definitely would have, would have had some interest. Uh, but when I'm looking I've got, you know, THT versus Caldwell Pope, we've got Caldwell Pope at nine projected right now at 9% and THT at 12. That makes no sense uh, at all. So, you know, Caldwell Pope is a guy that, uh, that, that I'm really going to have exposure to along with Dennis Schroeder. Cause I feel like they're projected too low, even for a two game slate. Oh, it's always fun when we start the season off playing KCP and he can burn <laughs> us. And well, listen, man, you used to be the whisperer. I, I need a stamp of approval here. Listen, I, I gave up that role a long time ago. Um, <laughs> whatever it was with him playing in Detroit, man, I had him figured out. And, like, I just haven't had the success with him playing in different uniforms. So, like, I've given up my figure-out KCP type of role. Um, and I'll leave that to everybody else. But I, I do think that at 4,200, you could do a lot worse. Um, so, you know, taking a shot on him. Uh, is not necessarily, I think, the worst thing in the world. I, I think, like, so I, I want to point out, like, Kyle Kuzma, you know, LeBron's have, LeBron has been saying a lot of great things about Kyle Kuzma, um, you know, taking the next step this season. Even, like, Dennis Schroeder is super interesting at, at 5,800 um, because I, I, I see – well, I can already see, like, people being overweight on the Clippers side of things because of Serge, because of Lou Williams, because of Nicholas Batum – and, like, if you're paying up for, like, Curry, Durant, Kyrie type, like, it's – the pricing is not where you can can just jam in the Lakers and the Warriors Brooklyn, you know. So, yeah. I think that a lot of people might go that Golden State-Brooklyn game, and I, I, that's my favorite of the two games, um, which could lead to, you know, some of these Lakers being a little lower owned. Um, so, yeah, so – um i do think it's it's super interesting um just in general this game um i think it's going to be the more competitive game but it also i think will be the slower pace game Uh, i think the game with the pace that you really want to play here is that golden state brooklyn game so if i was going to like stack a game it'd be golden state brooklyn but if i was on the contrarian side um stack that la game but you know i'm going to do both so uh, anything else from this one, Will, before we get on to the morning grind game to finish us out here to start us off this season? No, man. I've been waiting for this morning grind game. <laughs> Can't wait. I've uh, been waiting for this for months. So let's get to it, my man. Um, all right. So the morning grind game I'm going to use is the same one we used last year. It's it's more focused on DraftKings. Um, if you guys want to see any you know craziness, um, any questions kind of change up here. I'm always open to suggestions. I always think it's great when you guys give us feedback for the podcast. Uh, Will, let's get started with your favorite play under 5K DraftKings um, to go 7X on this slate. Man, I, I wish I had the news. I can't use the guys that I want to use. Uh, but my favorite play right now, uh, I, I actually think it's going to be Nicholas Batum. I think he's going to get there in this spot. So that's who I'm going to play. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Um, You know, especially with the news of Marcus Morris kind of being ruled out. So I I do think he's um, one of the safer options on this one. Um, You know, I was, I was looking through and like trying to decide who I wanted to kind of end up. And I, I feel like we were on the same page. We both kind of wanted to take a shot on Wiseman, but without not knowing like he's going to start or not, I thought, I think it's tough. Yeah. Um, but to roll the dice to be different in tournaments, to be different off of Nicholas Batum, 
Give me Bazemore um, to have a big opening night. Uh, I feel like it, it would be like the ultimate Kent Bazemore to go out and have a big game um, to open up the season. So um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust on opening night? Oh, man. I think if I had to choose one, it's tough, man. I, I don't know if any of these guys are a bust. I'm, I'm going to go with Kyrie, but I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about it at all. Oh, Irving, huh? So I, like, I think the lowest owned of the expensive guys on this slate is the, I'm picking Kawhi, but I, I also feel like Kawhi is going to be the lowest owned of the expensive guys. You know, LeBron up there, Davis up there, uh, Curry right there, Durant right there, Kyrie right there. When you're looking in general at this slate, I feel like Kawhi is going to be like that lower owned guy that, you know, kind of scoots under the radar here. So, yeah. but he is my pick to bust. <laughs> just saying. Um, you just need a Jokic on this lady. Your world would be complete. <laughs> it's, it's an auto answer for anybody that's new. Uh, it's auto like Jokic, no Jokic any day. Um, don't ever play Jokic. Uh, or Joey Votto, but right? or for another day. <laughs> um all right give me your favorite 6x play night before podcast but give me your favorite 6x play yeah man uh he's high i think he's going to be high owned uh i don't care uh for me it's serge Ibaka. I, i've talked about it Sur- serge is probably about my favorite play on the slate man i i like it i, I think he's in a new environment hopefully he gets the minutes uh it's serge Ibaka for me I like it. I'm going to stay on the same team. I'm going to go Lou Williams. Uh, I think Lou is just, he's just too cheap. Um, Give me your let's get weird GPP play of the day. Um, So for anybody that's new, we try to target guys under 10%, but again, it's two game slate. So it could really be anybody on this slate, but just give me a guy um, that you want to get freaky with. Well, look, I I talked about it and this might sound crazy because, uh, as of right now, and maybe the ownership's wrong. I don't. I don't think we haven't projected for much right now, dude. It's KCP. I right now we're, we're it's looking like KCP is going to be very low owned. I, it's it's KCP for me, man. Yeah. Um. I uh, <laughs> I am not nor going to even try um to get on that one. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm going to go to the same team and I'm going to say Kuzma. Um, just like what oh, I'm hearing. I like that call. Just I like, like what I'm hearing, man. Like this dude just signed like a three year, $40 million extension. Did. Um, did. They, they definitely like him. And I think like it, it's hard to kind of gauge what we're going to get from him. But, you know, when LeBron's pumping you up, um, I'll take LeBron's word for it. So, um, all right. So, Will. Usually we'll do like game selection here. I don't have one prepared. I don't know if you have one prepared. Uh, we usually do a game selection one. Um, well, I don't think, you know, for me, man, it's, it's that single entry $40. Like that, to me, that's like a staple in, in, in these single game contests on DK. Single entry $40, man. It, it's a beautiful contest. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely something. I think looking at the double ups that are single entry are definitely important. Um I, I play that $40 single injury almost every day as well. So, um, yeah, I don't – I think the one thing that I will point out, if you are new to NBA, try the tiers contest if you're, like, struggling. Um, 
they're always some good tiers contest on DraftKings. Um, and they do six tiers. So you're going to have some different, like Draymond is in tier three today. So like you're getting a free square by not playing him. Um, maybe some people play him. Marcus Morris is in tier five. You can be different with that. So, you know, you could take some ceiling guys, build some floor. Um, I think the tiers contest for anyone that hasn't played NBA is um, always something to kind of look at. But I'll have one prepared for tomorrow, uh, like the $40 single entry call um, from you. And uh, let's finish it here. Favorite over under or against the spread pick on this slate. Um, who would you be throwing some money on today? For me, I think right out of the gate, honestly, uh, I think it would be the Clippers plus two and a half. I don't think the Lakers come out flat. Uh, but I think it's a tight, really tight spread. Uh, should, should be getting the championship rings tomorrow. Uh, definitely think the Clippers could come out and maybe win this game by five or so. Just, you know, right out of the gate. Just, you know, uh, start the season off. You know, guys coming off, they had a, had a really, really quick turnaround. I think it's going to be the Clippers plus two and a half. I do not think there is going to be a lot of defense played in the Golden State-Brooklyn game um, by any means. And I think that the over uh, 231 is juicy. Um, not a lot of defense, fast play. We know how Curry likes to pick or punch it and go fast. Um, so I, I really like Brooklyn over 231 um, in this one. So uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? We got, we got to spend a little more time than we usually will. Um, we have eight, nine, 10, 11 games, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to kind of be able to go through things a little slower. But um, Will, any final thoughts? Well, not about the slate, man, but we got a new show coming out tomorrow. I didn't tell you that. It's going to start at 7.30 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night. It's called Cardstock After Lock. Don't want to miss it. All right. I'm guessing talking sports cards? Talking sports cards, absolutely. All right, I'll come on for baseball season. Um, yes, yes, love to have I, you, dude. I don't do any, I don't do any football or basketball cards, but like ever since I was a kid, I've always kind of gravitated to, to baseball um, and Pokemon cards. Like my daughter has been getting into Pokemon cards, so I have a ton of Pokemon cards right now too. So. Yeah, those things graded. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, that's gonna wrap it up here for Tuesday. Appreciate you guys listening uh, again. If you have any feedback on. The morning grind game hit us up um that's gonna wrap it up good luck in your contest make smart context selection decisions today there's a lot of money out there but again make contest selection um a priority good luck everyone see you tomorrow